Here's an oldie but a goodie from the archives from the Side Hustle Show Greatest Hits Collection. 27 weird productivity hacks you can try today. What's up? What's up? Nick Loper here. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show because we all have the same 24 hours in a day. It's just about using that time effectively to get the results you want. I'm excited to share a special roundup style episode for you today where I asked 26 of my most productive and successful friends for an out of the box or a weird productivity hack or tip along with their favorite tools or resources. Some of them may not be that weird, but you be the judge. For example, one thing that's helped my productivity in the last 15 months or so has been switching my main workstation from a 13-inch laptop to a 24-inch monitor. All that extra screen real estate has translated into some concrete efficiency gains day in and day out. It's a, it cost 120 bucks. It was an investment I should have made years ago. And a couple tools I can't live without. For me, LastPass is a password management software that saves me so much time and just like brain capacity, brain space. I love it for generating secure passwords. It, it remembers them for me and I can easily share those with other people on my team as well. The other is a tool called ClipX. It's a clipboard manager for Windows. And there's probably a Mac equivalent. I think one is called Copy Clip. I didn't realize this was something I needed in my life until I installed it. But now it's something I use every day. Basically, it stores the last 25 things you copied and lets you pick which one you want to paste. And it's free. I love it. This episode is divided into four sections. Number one, planning your day or starting your day. Number two is your workplace, where my monitor example would fall under that one. Number three is in the zone while you're working. And number four is other recommendations and hacks from super smart people. I've compiled all the suggestions and tools mentioned for you in the show notes for this episode at sidehustlenation.com slash 276, 276. I'll be back to wrap this thing up with my top takeaways from these awesome productivity tips and tools. Ready? Let's do it. Hey, this is Pat Flynn from the Smart Passive Income Podcast. One of my favorite productivity hacks involves just a little note that is on my computer that says one single word, and that word is start. You know, an object at rest tends to stay at rest, and for me, I do a lot of things often that just try to fill in that space before I know I'm supposed to do something, so I often just procrastinate is really what I do. So I just tell myself through this note, just a post-it note, just on my computer, very simple, to just start, because once you get started, it starts to go a little bit easier, you build that momentum, and that's just the best thing that has helped me is just reminding myself to start because we always try to get in our own way, don't we? A couple favorite tools that I have to help me stay on task. Number one is an app called Habit Share, and I love this app because it allows me to help me develop habits, and it does this in a couple of ways. Number one, by keeping streaks. So I don't wanna break a streak, so I have habits for things such as writing in my five-minute journal or stretching or other things, right? And because it's keeping track daily, I don't wanna break that daily streak. Oh, and then the other part of that is the fact that I can also invite people to follow my progress. So they can message me, they can encourage me. If I miss a day, they can get on me. So that helps me move forward and develop these habits, which ultimately help me overall in just general productivity. And then secondly, and this is really simple, and we all have access to this, it's on my computer, and it's the Do Not Disturb button. When I'm recording a podcast or really trying to focus on something, I really make sure that I don't allow myself to have these mini micro distractions that really just take me away from the work that I should be doing. So just going to my notifications area in my desktop and hitting do not disturb makes it really simple to make sure that, okay, I'm not gonna be disturbed during this next phase of work today. So those are my things. Thanks. 
Hey, what's up? Kate here from Entrepreneurs on Fire. And one weird productivity tip for me is getting rid of my number one distraction right away in the morning before I start work. For me, that's a clean kitchen. I don't know what it is about dirty dishes in the sink, but if I leave them there, I know it's going to distract me all day. So I do my dishes before I start work. Then I remove all my distractions and any excuses I might have to not focus on the task at hand. And a couple of tools that I cannot live without are Asana, which is a task management tool. I put everything in Asana. I even remind myself to go to the store there. (laughs) It's a really cool project management and task management tool, and it's totally free to get started. You can assign tasks to team members in there. You can assign stuff to yourself. You can put due dates. You can attach files. Asana is so incredible. It helps me keep my life together. And I always know what I'm going to work on next thanks to Asana. I also really love Text Expander. Text Expander allows you to create shortcuts for words, phrases, sentences, even entire paragraphs that you use all the time. So for example, Kate at entrepreneuronfire.com, not a very fun email address to type out over and over and over. So instead, I just type out TTT and that expands out to Kate at entrepreneuronfire.com. Such a great time saver and it's really valuable for things that you type repeatedly. Hey, it's Jamie Masters from eventualmillionaire.com. And I've found after coaching hundreds of six and seven figure entrepreneurs that both prioritization and decision making and when to do what is one of the most important things for productivity. So I want to give you a couple tips. One thing that I absolutely adore is Boomerang. Now, if you haven't used it before, it is for your email. I use it with Gmail and it makes it so you can actually push off when you need to deal With the email instead of creating a task or something else to follow up with or let it sit in your inbox forever. What I love about it is it makes me decide when I want to make a decision on it. Or if it's just a follow up, it'll pop back in my inbox so I can deal with it when I actually have to. One of the other amazing tips that I give to all my clients is using Asana and my assistant. What a surprise, right? So, one of the things I love to do is to make sure I know when I need to do something. So I figure out the first three things that I need to do every single day, very similar to Eat That Frog, and everything else I don't care about. I try and make it so that my assistant will only assign something in Asana to me when I actually need to make a decision, or we'll hop on a call every single week and she will go through the list of all the things I need to make decisions on. That way, I don't have to constantly feel like I'm throwing decisions out as fast as humanly possible, and I can make the point at which when I make the decision. I don't like decision fatigue. And what we do as entrepreneurs is try and reprioritize things over and over and over again. And instead, I look at the week in advance and make sure I get those pieces and those decisions figured out beforehand. I'll second that. Decision fatigue is real. And of course, there are the famous examples of how Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg essentially would wear the same outfit every day because it's just one less decision to make. So how can you reduce your decision fatigue and work on the stuff that matters most in the time that you have? How can you limit the number of decisions you have to make? I really like that one from Jamie again from eventualmillionaire.com. Next up is two-time Side Hustle Show guest Robert Farrington from thecollegeinvestor.com on how he starts his day. Hey guys, it's Robert from The College Investor here, and I am excited to share with you my productivity tip 
And that really is a motivation tip. And it's the first thing I do to start my day to give me the motivation to get through everything I need to do. And that is I actually check my income from the day before as the first task of my day. I do it before email. I do it before I even go to my website. I go and tally up my earnings because that gives me the motivation to get through the grind of tasks that I actually have to do, whether it's my email or writing a blog post or whatever it happens to be. But knowing that income I made gives me the motivation to continue to get through these tasks that can give me more income tomorrow. And speaking of that, a couple of tools I can't live without. The number one tool that I use in my day is Asana. Asana saves me so much time in working with my team because what it allows me to do is delegate tasks, have my content calendar all in one place, and really just make sure that everything is running smoothly. The second tool that I can't live without is actually my email provider, and I love Drip. Drip has been fantastic for handling the emails and automations and workflows that we leverage on the College Investor to give people the email courses and different tools that we run on our site. So if you're keeping score at home, that's three votes for Asana already, and it probably won't be the last you hear about it either. It's a tool I've actually never used myself, but man, it's starting to look like I should check it out. Curious what you use to keep track of your projects and tasks. Next up is John Hawes from nursing.com, N-R-S-N-G.com, in episode 153 of the Side Hustle Show, who recommended a combination of Google Calendar and Trello. What's going on? It's John Hawes, RN, with nrsng.com. One productivity thing that I do is I use Google Calendar for everything. I think I got this from Noah Kagan, but I use Google Calendar to manage every aspect of my life from business to travel to personal things, all the way down to what day I need to take the trash out. Because I try not to use up too much mental energy on repetitive tasks and things that are going to be easy to forget about. So when I need to put out the check for the lawnmower, when I need to take out the trash, to kids things, to work meetings, to every task that needs to be done, I really have in there. So I get these reminders on my phone, on my email. I can spare my mental energy for those things that I want to be focusing on, for those things that really matter. One tool that we use, we almost run our entire business on is actually Trello. Trello is free to use. You can also get a pro account and everything, but we use Trello to manage almost every aspect of our business. It works basically like a digital whiteboard. So you can use it in in a lot of different ways. You can use it to manage lists. You can use it to manage your employee manual. You can use it to create podcasts. You can use it for everything. And we honestly run almost our entire business through Trello for projects, for content marketing, for marketing, for everything that we do we do through Trello. So I would say get on Trello, get used to it. They have a ton of use cases on their blog and just make sure you implement it in your business because for almost everything that you do or any kind of business, you can use it from product development, podcasting, content marketing, anything. I can definitely resonate with the part about Google Calendar running my life. But of course, for every productivity hack, there's an equal and opposite way to do it too. Hey, everyone. Claudia here from seoautoguide.com. One weird productivity tip that's worked for me has been to delete everything from my calendar so that I'm using my calendar for appointments only. Since I've stopped using my calendar as a to-do list, I'm actually getting more done in less time and I feel less stressed because I have fewer notifications popping up. So where do my tasks live now? In Trello. Trello is the one tool I can't live without. I have several boards set up for various projects, 
And within these boards, I use cards to track tasks for each project. Within Trello, I can easily add or remove tasks and change due dates as my priorities shift. Hey, I'm Madeline Sklar, and most people know me as the Twitter Smarter Twitter Chat host and also the Twitter Smarter podcast. I have an interesting productivity hack that I've been using for a very, very long time. I want to say maybe 20 years now. And what you do is every day you wrote out on a post-it note, like the three by three post-it with the lines on it, you write out your top six things that you need to get done. So basically a to-do list of your top six things. And I have to say it actually worked. It worked really well. So here I am like 20 years later, and I still do this every day. I get out my post-it note and I write out my six things to get done for that day. So my six pack, my productivity hack is a six pack. How about that? I'll have to say my top tool in all the years that I've been working as an entrepreneur is going to be Evernote. I started using Evernote when it first came out, fell in love with it. I always refer to it as a filing cabinet for my brain. And I love that I can put something in there and go move on to something else. I can basically store something away in my virtual filing cabinet at Evernote and go work on something else. And I can always go back to it at any time. I love that I can view it on my iPad and then my iPhone and my iMac. Love that. Hey, this is Derek Depker here of ebookbestsellersecrets.com and excuseproof.com. Number one productivity hack would be the three magic words plus a micro commitment. The three magic words are, can I just, and then you insert something that's so easy, you're guaranteed to be able to do it and it gets you into action. So if I want to start writing and I'm procrastinating, I go, oh, can I just open up the Word document and write two sentences? Then I can quit if I want. What happens is once you get into it, you tend to want to keep going. Momentum generates motivation. So can I just plus a micro commitment, use it in your business, use it in your health and fitness? Can I just do two minutes of exercise? Can I just meditate for 30 seconds? Whatever it is that gets you started. And the tool I can't live without is Evernote. I keep notes on Evernote and then I'm able to search through and find my notes with ease. Now, this section has been a lot about task management, project management, prioritization and motivation. I love Derek's comment that momentum generates motivation. But my buddy Mark from movingworlds.org was the first to mention exercise as an important way to start your day. In fact, getting a workout in was Richard Branson's answer when he was asked for his most effective productivity tip. Mark Orszewski here from Moving Worlds. Man, call me old school, but my biggest productivity hack is definitely not anything hack-worthy at all. It involves getting up, getting a little bit of physical exercise, whether that's a jog, some yoga, some bodyweight exercises, and at the end of that, taking some real intentional time to breathe. And I would call it meditation, except I don't want to insult anybody, but literally taking some focused time to breathe, concentrate, and think ahead to what's going to happen during that day. And then taking a couple notes on how I want to show up, if it's big meetings or things I absolutely need to get done, if it's crunch time. So nothing too fancy, but some good old body movement, some intention setting, and a pen and paper go a really long way to keep me on track. And that concludes our first segment, which was all about starting your day off right. Now, there's going to be some overlap throughout the rest of the episode, but this next segment is about your workplace itself. 
And to kick us off, let's hear from John Corcoran of Rise25.com and episode 98 of the Side Hustle Show. Hey, everybody. This is John Corcoran from Smart Business Revolution and Rise25. And this is kind of a strange productivity tip. But for me, it's using a stand-up desk. I started using a stand-up desk a couple of years ago, and now it makes me so much more efficient. Because if you're going to stand, you're going to work. You're not going to waste time fooling around on social media or whatever. Not to say that I'm perfect in that regard, but it definitely makes you work more efficiently. And I also think that it makes me more alert when I'm working. I know if I need to work late into the evening and I sit down, I'm much more likely to fall asleep. You're not going to fall asleep standing up, that's for certain. So you can actually work a lot longer, which can be a good thing when you need to burn the midnight oil. As for a tool that I use, I am a huge convert to Asana. I used Asana for managing all my projects. I used to use paper planners. I've been using those less and less and trying to get everything onto my Asana board. I use their boards feature. They've got the boards where you can have a series of things to do, doing, done, kind of scrum format where you can track all the different projects that you're working on. So I use that as well. So for a long time, I took the standing desk thing to the next level and had a treadmill desk that I loved. But recently, treadmill number three bit the dust and I haven't replaced it because the room that it was in is kind of slowly getting taken over by toddlers and babies. So my workstation is a little bit in limbo these days, but I definitely need to add a standing desk because I just feel gross after sitting all day. Some friends have recommended the Veridesk, so that might be my next acquisition. This is Benny from GetBusyLivingBlog.com. One productivity tip that has helped me in the past 12 months is renting an office. When I started out making money online, I loved being able to work from home. I didn't have to sit in traffic. I could wear my pajamas all day long. And I did that for four years. However, as my last business, which is an e-commerce, started to grow, inventory was taking over two rooms in our house. So last year, I started to look for office space. Once I started to work from an office, I wish I had done it sooner. It was so nice to be able to separate work from home, which certainly made my wife happier. Also at home, there's just so many more distractions as well. So now I love being able to work from an office. I get more done and I am much more productive. And this is something I wish I had done sooner, either working at the co-working space before I had inventory or renting a small office. And a couple of tools that I can't live without and I use on a daily basis. First, One tool that I started using last year is called Magnet. I have a Mac, but I would assume it's also available on PC as well, but I'm not sure. Basically, what it does is it's an app that allows me to have multiple windows open neatly side by side. So I don't need to keep switching apps or tabs to get information from these different websites. I use it when inputting my daily sales and my ad spend for my e-commerce business. Now, with just a couple clicks of the keyboard, I can have half my screen be Google Sheets and the other half be the websites where I need to get numbers from. And now I don't need to keep switching back and forth or checking different tabs to get all the information I need and to input it. My second favorite tool is my Apple Pencil. I use that every single day. I have an app on my iPad called GoodNotes, and in that app, I'm able to create unlimited journals. So I have a gratitude journal in there. I keep my bullet journal in there. 
And if I'm taking notes from watching webinars or listening to training videos, I have different journals for that as well. So my Apple Pencil is something I love and I use every day. And I'm also saving a lot of paper by going digital. Aren't these great? I'm loving them so far. And I've got even more productivity hacks coming right up. Whether you're a creative professional navigating big projects, a busy side hustler trying to grow your business, or even a student juggling a bunch of assignments, our sponsor Notion AI has got your back. No more toggling between a dozen different apps, sticky notes, and the endless browser tabs that have gotten so small you can't even see what's on them anymore to keep your life on track. No, say goodbye to that chaos and hello to Notion AI. You probably know of Notion as the super popular cloud project management tool, but now Notion AI helps you work faster, write better, and think bigger doing tasks that normally take you hours in just seconds. For example, I often enlist its help for coming up with ad scripts like this one. Then I can tweak it and make it my own, but it's faster than starting with a blank page. Other use cases include brainstorming ideas, keywords, email subject lines, outlining blog posts, and even summarizing meeting notes. Try Notion AI for free when you go to notion.com slash side hustle. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash side hustle to try out the incredible power of Notion AI today. And when you use our link, you're supporting the show. Try Notion AI for free right now at notion.com slash side hustle. Have you ever been curious about investing, but don't know where to start? With so many different options and an alphabet soup of different acronyms, it's easy to get overwhelmed and confused. I'm talking about Roth IRAs versus 401ks, ETFs and PE ratios. Should I invest in specific companies or a broader fund? How much risk should I be taking? If these questions sound familiar, then you got to check out the Investing for Beginners podcast. On the show, hosts Dave and Andrew break down investment terms and strategies in a way everybody can understand. You're working hard to earn more money. That's why you're listening to this show. But the next step is to have your money working hard for you. And it doesn't have to be complicated. If you're just starting out, there are a couple good episodes to start with. First up, number 291, Overcoming Beginner Investor Skepticism. It covers the common hurdles and misconceptions new investors face. And second, episode 276 is called Day One as an Investor, where Dave and Andrew give their tips on how to start investing and what specific accounts to open. The Investing for Beginners podcast is a great way to start expanding your relationship with money. Find the Investing for Beginners podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, peeps, Joe Salcihai from Stacking Benjamins. I was sitting here in the basement listening to Side Hustle Nation and playing Atari 2600 on the black and white TV with my mom's neighbor, Doug, when my good friend Nick asked me if we had a weird productivity tip. And of course I do. First, don't play Atari 2600 with Doug. That'll help. But my real tip is that for many people, light background noise is helpful. And if you're like me, you work from home. So how do you keep working with it either being dead silent or you're distracted by show tunes or whatever? I have switched to this little web page called Cafidity, and it's this cool little page that delivers background noise like you're in a coffee shop. That's totally all it does. Might not work for you, but man, for me, it's powerful and keeps me working with the sound of just clinking glasses and light background noise that you don't distinguish. So that's my weird tip. My favorite tools... I'll give you two. First, I love process.st. We build our shows on this thing. If you're not familiar with it, it's a place where you list everything in a process of making whatever, in our case, a podcast, and then you assign every task to a person on the team. So instead of thinking of just today's podcast, I think, how do we make every podcast so we don't have to recreate the wheel? We list it all there in a checklist. 
You can create new checklists with the click of a button. So if you have repeatable tasks like we do with our shows three days a week, it is totally invaluable. Being a financial podcast, I'd be remiss if my second one wasn't an automation tool for saving money, and that's Rise, R-I-Z-E. It's super easy. You set a goal and break down how much you need to save either every month, week, or whatever for it. And then it pulls money out of your savings for the goal. So, so far, it sounds like every other saving tool or savings account, but here's where Rise is different. They have these things called power-ups that help you save more money. As an example, one of the power-ups is called Boost, and it will just look at your checking account over time and realize when you've got money sitting there that you're never going to use, and it'll pull it out. You got to give it permission to do that, by the way, so you can click that off if you don't like it, but I like the ability to have that happen. The other one is Accelerate, where it increases the amount you save every time by just a little more, one or 2%. So you're gradually saving just a little more money, and it's kind of just turning up the heat a little at a time. And I've found that my lifestyle just changes and it's not an appreciable amount of money. So I save more and keep it out of my hands where I'm just going to spend it. So I like those. And now also Rise has this cool new thing where you can invest the money instead of having it in savings if it's a long-term goal. I like that. So those are my fave tools. Hope somebody finds them useful. Thanks, Nick. That was coffeeativity.com for free coffee shop style background music. And if that's hard to spell, former Side Hustle Show guest Kurt Elster built a similar service called rainycafe.com. And I like this sort of thing. And I've actually been using a service called brain.fm, which is supposedly focus-enhancing music. It could totally be placebo, but there's something about putting the earbuds in, putting it on, and getting to work. And thank you, Joe. Both Process Street and Rise are new ones to me. They look really cool. So I'll be checking those out. Hey, y'all. This is Matt Marr from the Dear Maddie Show podcast. And Some of you don't know, but I'm a therapist, and I believe truly that your mental health helps your productive health. So here's kind of my mental productive health weird thing that I've done that people kind of go, what? I live and work in a small space in an apartment in Los Angeles, and so I just had so much crap everywhere, and I got rid of my desk. I know, you're thinking this is the symbol of work. Oh, this is the Mecca. But no, actually, instead, I got rid of my desk and I created this kind of inspirational, much less cluttered space where I sit, I think, I meditate, I journal, I plan my day. And it's been such a better, productive outcome for me than I ever imagined because it helps me organize my mind. So if you live in a small space and you have a desk like me that was just honestly piling up your mail and keeping your iPhone chargers or their headphones or that little dongle thing that you keep losing from the iPhone. You know what I'm talking about, sugars. If it's just holding all that, maybe it's time to get rid of your desk. Think about it. Okay, so I have two productivity tips that have really helped me. First, number one, Boomerang. It is an extension you can use on Gmail through your Chrome, and it's free, 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 my favorite little word. And what the way it works is Boomerang. Let's say you have a meeting with a colleague or you have a networking meeting, and the guy said, this is great. He said, you know what? I'm busy right now. I'm traveling, but email me in two weeks. With Boomerang, you can go into your Gmail on your desktop. It's not on your phone yet, but you can go into your Gmail and you can email them Write your email now and then tell Boomerang, email it two weeks down the road. It does all the work for you. It's amazing. It also, let's say you get an email and you're like, eh, I don't want to read this right now. Or I'd actually, this is a deadline I'm not concerned with till like a month from now. You can tell Boomerang, hey, I want you to email me this email in like a month when I actually want to deal with it. So it'll get it out of your inbox. And then a month from now, boom, it just shows up and then you're ready to work. Okay, so my other weird kind of hack is whether you're starting your business, whether you're in the middle of your business, 
really think about like what inspires you not only to work and be productive and make money, but what inspires you to give yourself to the world? Because when you're an entrepreneur, you're not just giving your time, your money, your resources. You really are giving a part of your soul to this career we're trying to all trying to build. So think of a theme song that really inspires you and you're just like, man, I'm going to get this. It can be whatever you want. Honestly, for me, it's totally Shania Twain's Man, I Feel Like a Woman. But I don't know what it is about that song. I'm like, I am ready. When I hear that song, it's a song I like to karaoke, but it also reminds me, it makes me feel powerful. I like the guitar lick. It makes me feel like I'm going. And when I'm kind of just feeling like I'm not being productive or that I'm stuck in the same kind of cycle of ideas while I'm working, it pulls me out of my head and just gets the juices flowing. I like that one. What's your hustle theme song? And for a long time, I would have said taking care of business, a little BTO, but lately, I don't know, maybe something from Hamilton, maybe a little Zach Brown band. In any case, next up is Mike Gregg from ninjabudgeter.com. What's going on, Side Hustle Nation? It's Mike here from ninjabudgeter.com. One productivity hack that's been working for me lately is to do some of my writing without an internet connection. I've been making a point to do some of my writing in places where I just can't get connected, like a park or we have a local coffee shop by my place that doesn't have Wi-Fi. And it really frees me up from all the distractions that usually take over when I'm trying to pump out some content. A couple of tools I cannot live without. First one is definitely Canva. If you've never used Canva, you are missing out. It's an awesome tool for designing images for my blog, tweets, Pinterest, pretty much anything. I couldn't design my way out of a wet paper bag, and it is awesome for someone like me. Another tool I'm using a lot lately is Tailwind. Tailwind is a Pinterest scheduling tool that allows me to schedule pins at certain times of the day. I only started using it about six weeks ago, and I've already doubled the traffic to my site. Ever force yourself to go into airplane mode like that? It's a little hack I discovered after I got like 2,000 words of writing done on a flight because I was just trapped in that little seat with no distractions. But we're moving on to the next segment of the show, which is in the zone. That's how are you structuring your working time itself? And to kick us off, we've got Mr. Productivity, Discipline, and Focus, John Lee Dumas. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneurs on Fire. And my weird productivity hack isn't really that weird after all. It's simply utilizing the Pomodoro method. So many people pretend to do it or fake doing it. They look at their little clock on their computer and say, yeah, in 15 minutes, I'll work hard till then. That doesn't work. You need to set an actual timer on your iPhone using tomato-timer.com. Whatever you want to do, just go to your Google browser and type in 45-minute timer and actually press the start button. Your brain has to mentally switch into the mode that it knows there's a timer going down. Tick, 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 tick. That will switch your brain into cram mode and you will get stuff done and then reward yourself afterwards. Go do 10 push-ups. I don't know if that's rewarding for everybody, but it is for me. <laughs> Go for a walk around the house. Go onto social media, but use the timer. Pomodoro works. Make it happen. Hey, hey, Austin Nestle here. I'm the founder of 2X. One weird productivity hack that really helps me is simply clapping my hands. So when I start a Pomodoro sprint, which is either a 25 or 50 minute, just like hyper-focused sprint, which you should definitely do those for productivity. But when I start those, I start by just clapping my hands and that gets me in the zone. So I put on my headphones, I clap my hands and I get right into it. And the hardest part about getting into focus or getting into motion is 
is that first piece. So I clap my hands and that just triggers in my mind that, okay, now I'm serious. Now I'm getting to it and I just get into motion. Then once I get into motion, then it's easier to stay in motion and stay super focused. And then one tool that I really, really like that helps me work smarter is simply a 90 day calendar. So I've got it on my wall and every single day I list out specifically what's my number one thing. And I cross it off. If I get it done, I exit out if I don't get it and I don't want those red X's. So my goal is to quote unquote, not break the chain. I learned this from uh, Seinfeld. Seinfeld did this. It's one of his tips for productivity and success is doing something every single day. I summarize my day into one important thing and try to get that done. So those are two things. I hope that really helps and that's it. Crush it. Again, that was Austin Metzley from scale2x.com. And both he and John are talking about the mental and physical hacks they do to switch their brains into work mode. Curious what you do to make that transition. Next up is Monica Louie from monicalouie.com with her take on it. Hey, I'm Monica Louie. I am a Facebook ads coach and strategist from monicalouie.com. My weird productivity tip is that I always have my earbuds in when I'm working I spend a lot of my day meeting with clients, but even when I'm not meeting with clients, I will keep them in even when I'm not listening to anything. I've just trained my brain to focus when I have my earbuds in. And as long as it works, I'm going to keep it up. And yes, I have my earbuds in right now, even though I'm not listening to anything. And my top two tools that help me work smarter are hands down Google Calendar and Asana. So with Google Calendar, I have multiple calendars. So I always know what's happening and what's coming up. And I have specific calendars for specific reasons. So I have one for my work appointments. I have one for my work tasks. I have another for my personal appointments and yet another one for my team. And I love that I can share these different calendars with the people who need to know what's going on. So some I share with my team and others I share with my husband to keep him in the loop. Plus, my husband shares his personal calendar with me, so we never have to ask what's going on. And I love scheduling my tasks on Google Calendar as well, because then I can plan for how long a certain task is going to take and then realistically have a plan for when I can get it done. And Asana is a web-based project and task management software that I have been using for years. Since I have a growing team and a lot of projects going at any one time, this helps to keep us all organized so we know who is doing what and when it needs to be done. And the best part that I have been using the free version for as long as I've been using Asana, and it has all the features that my team and I need. Plus, there's a mobile app so that I can always check in on the go. Hey, hey, Amber Hurdle here from amberhurdle.com and the Bombshell Business Podcast. And a weird productivity tip from me is to type in the word Facebook in the search box of your emails and just search your inbox, not all of your email. And this will quickly find most of the marketing emails that you're probably never going to get to read anyways and put them all in the same page so you can select all and then delete all. Most of these offers, newsletters, ads, that sort of thing are going to say, find us on Facebook or have a Facebook link of some kind. And so that is their inbox death wish. So search for Facebook. And then my second productivity tip that is pretty kind of weird, probably because I take it to the next level, but being the daughter of a world-class drummer, I'm pretty committed to music when it comes to my productivity. So 
I have different playlists for different types of activities. For example, if I'm going to be in an Excel spreadsheet or in my business budget or working on a project plan, you're probably going to hear something pretty intense like the Foo Fighters or Nine Inch Nails or ACDC. And if I'm trying to write and I don't need a bunch of lyrics in my head, then I'm going to move over to New Age Solo Piano on Pandora or something super vibey like Thievery Corporation or Zero Seven. So creating all those different playlists for different types of activities will help keep your mind in the game. And if you want to next level it and then really take it to weird like I do, then you might need a desktop disco ball, a bongo drum, a tambourine, or other musical accoutrements like I have. But I'm telling you people, embrace your weird. Basic people do basic things, so don't be basic. Hi, my name is Nina Babel. I'm going to keep it 100. I'm going to keep it real and true, just like I do on my Keep It 100 Girl podcast. So one must-have productivity tip for me is the 20-20-20 rule. What I do is every 20 minutes, I walk 20 feet away for 20 seconds or more. And that's for two reasons. One, to make sure that the blood is flowing in my legs. And then secondly, to give my eyeballs a break. And this one I just recently discovered. So I feel like I need to share this just because I think as human beings, we are visual learners. So this tool is called Vidyard Go Video. This is a webcam and a screen recording tool. And with this tool, you can record yourself if you want, your screen or both just to deliver a video message. And how I use it, I use it to communicate to people or my team visually opposed to writing an email because I don't know about you, I hate writing emails. So this allows me just to navigate and show them on the screen, whether it's a tutorial, orientation, how to find something, how to do something, or maybe just to highlight what I want done for that very day or week. And I love it because you have the option to share the video through email, social networks, or using your favorite apps as well. So check it out. Vidyard Go Video. Did you know that roughly half of Side Hustle Nation hasn't started their side hustle yet? If that's you, I get it. Starting and building a business is tough. It takes more than just an idea. There are tons of moving parts, and it's a bit like trying to assemble your airplane in the middle of takeoff. Thankfully, our sponsor, Taylor Brands, is helping Side Hustle Show listeners make that leap and make it all a lot easier. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, making sure you have everything you need all in one place. Think of it like your behind-the-scenes partner for things like LLC formation, licenses and permits, getting an EIN, setting up your business bank account, bookkeeping and invoicing, insurance, logos, trademark protection, and a lot more. Taylor Brands helps you handle it all seamlessly. And to get you started, Side Hustle Show listeners get 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans when you use our link. That's taylorbrands.com slash side hustle. Taylor Brands, like a tailor for your clothes, T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A. A-N-D-S.com slash side hustle. Start your business journey today with the help of Taylor Brands. What's up, Side Hustle Nation? Pete McPherson from doyouevenblog.com here. I have two tips and two tools. First tip, speed up your mouse sensitivity to the max. You'll thank me 
later. Tip number two, it is time to revisit voice dictation software. So it's bad on phones, iPhone, Android. You have to switch back and forth between typing and talking. It's annoying. Not so much on the computer. On Mac, you can use the built-in dictation app. On PC, you can download Dragon or just use Cortana. And the real reason this has been such a huge productivity hack for my writing and blogging is because you can leave the software running while you type. It no longer toggles back and forth on computers, you can actually just integrate it with your typing. So whatever you think of a sentence, you know you want to type out, just say it. You can leave it running as you type, as you move your cursor, as you alt-tab, all that great stuff. Okay, two quick tools I use every single day of the week. Number one, cloud app. GetCloudApp.com. There are a ton of screenshot tools on the market, but cloud app goes 10 steps further. You can record quick videos and screenshots. You can annotate. It all gets uploaded automatically to the cloud and it just copies a link for you to paste anywhere. I use this to record video responses to almost every single email that people send me these days. A thoughtful email response could take 10 minutes. A thoughtful video from me takes a minute and a half and people have absolutely loved it. The second tool I use every single day is Freedom. Freedom Freedom.to is the website. You can find it there. This blocks distracting and addicting websites like social media, my Gmail, and you can automate the times of day that it restricts you from accessing those sites. So I do it every single morning. I block my emails. I block Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, everything. I get absolutely nothing done when I check my email every hour. And this is necessary to limit distractions, get focused and get stuff done. Those are my tips. Thank you, Side Hustle Nation. And let's get out there and do it. Hey, my name is Brock McGough. I run themodestman.com, the Modest Man YouTube channel. And this sounds really basic, but one productivity hack that I use is just learning the shortcut keys and the shortcut commands for every program that I use daily. So for example, I do a lot of video editing and just learning the shortcut keys for trimming clips and moving clips around and muting and disabling clips and enabling clips, that probably cut my video editing time in half. So if you find yourself doing any repetitive task using the trackpad or the mouse a lot, Google it, see if there's a shortcut, and then train yourself to use that shortcut. Again, it sounds simple, but I am amazed every time I'm watching somebody else work on their computer how much they're not taking advantage of all of the shortcut keys and the shortcut commands available. Two tools that I've been loving recently are both applications for Mac OS and probably for PC too. One is called Magnet, and it basically lets you stick windows to either side of your monitor, top, bottom, left, right, just by dragging it over to the side. So if you use like a one widescreen monitor like I do, you can kind of basically make it behave like a split screen. The other tool is Text Expander, and you use this to create little snippets that you can type in, and then they can populate a field or an email with like a preset piece of text or message. So for example, if you have a lot of emails, which I'm sure you do, you probably find yourself writing the same things over and over. So you can kind of create templated boilerplate responses, and then just type a few letters of your choosing, and it will expand that entire message for you. And these are free or cheap apps, extensions that you can use with your computer that will shave a lot of time off of those tedious little admin tasks that you're doing. And if you look at like a whole year, you'll probably save hours of your life by using these little apps. Hi, it's Danielle with Virtual Assist USA. And having a large team of virtual assistants and clients that I manage means that I am obsessed with productivity tools. I have two favorites that I want to share with you today. Phrase Expander is my first. 
If you are like me and you spend a lot of time typing at your computer, then I think this is going to be really invaluable for you. How it works is that relevant phrases automatically appear as suggestions in a dropdown right as you type, regardless of the application. And you can pretty easily create custom phrase directories. You can edit their existing ones. There's a spell check. And it really cuts down on a lot of time if you're doing a lot of extensive emailing or even data entry. My second favorite is rescue time. So this is great if you're someone that gets done with work for the day and you're wondering, what did I just spend the afternoon doing? And then I really highly recommend that you use rescue time. It runs in the background unobtrusively. It monitors exactly what happens. The statistics are automatically collated and they're visualized in really nice charts for you right on the dashboard. And it can tell you whether you've done things that are very productive or very distracting. And the numbers don't lie, as they say. And so there's really a lot of good information to see there if you are someone that is wondering how you can improve your productivity. Hey, everyone. It's Nate with FreeUp.com. Today, I'm here to share with you two hacks that I use to be more productive. And the first one is a little known app called Yet Another Mail Merge. This app is great for emailing people in bulk. A lot of times I want to email a lot of clients an update. I want to email a lot of freelancers an update. Maybe I want to send some sales emails to potential clients. So I use Yet Another Mail Merge to simplify and customize emails and send them out with one click of the button. It does not get faster than that. The other thing that I use a lot is Trello. And I know it's super basic and people use it before. But what I do is I divide it up. I have a personal board. I have short-term, long-term, and I have day-to-day ones. And I'm constantly moving stuff around along with my virtual assistants to make sure that it's 100% in line. They'll also have their own board to keep track of issues and projects that I give them. And again, it's very similar where it's split up between short and long-term projects and ones that are complete so you can easily keep track of them. I also use Skype a lot. Again, that's something that everyone uses, but check out my video, Serious Skyping, and how to get the most out of Skype. Hope these tools are helpful, and I look forward to talking to you guys really soon. Hey guys, it's Brandon from biggerpockets.com. And one weird productivity tip that's been working really, really great for me lately is actually tracking exactly how many minutes per day I'm spending on my phone. Now, I'm using this iPhone app called Moment, and it simply tracks like screen time, but there's a few of them out there that do that. And what's nuts is that it, I didn't think I used my phone all that much. But like every time you pick it up, check a text, make a quick call, check Slack or whatever, it all adds up over time, right? Over the course of a day. And when I first started using it, I was averaging over four hours of time. My eyes were glued to my phone every day. I mean, that's a massive chunk of the day. And now listen, before you start laughing at four hours, I want to encourage you guys to track your screen time for a week. And you'll be shocked as I was, I bet. It's just crazy how much time we spend on our phone, which is robbing us from doing other things. So by installing the app, I've now cut my screen time down to under two hours a day, which still sounds like a lot, and I feel like I'm never on it. But anyway, cut out that. So let's say me like, what, two hours a day, 10 hours a week, 40 hours a month of time that I now get back to do more important things, like spend time with my family or get more work done, get the important things done. And again, it's not like I cut it out completely. I didn't throw my phone away. I just took the time-wasting things. It makes me consistently wonder, what am I doing on my phone? Do I need to have this out? That's helped a lot. Another side tip on that that I actually learned from, I think, Tim Ferriss, turn your screen black and white. Both Android and Apple can do that. Make your screen black and white. What I notice what that does for me is it makes me, again, like I don't get sucked into things like Instagram and Facebook quite as easy because they're just not as fun to look at. And it's just a reminder. It's just being aware of what I'm doing. That's really the key with both these things, like both the Moment app and other things is just black and white. It's just being aware. And when you're aware of things, you're generally more likely to not just kill time. 
After hearing Brandon's suggestion, I had to download the Moment app to see where I was at in terms of time on my phone, and it was pretty eye-opening, although it's a little tough to do since I do use the phone for work quite a bit. But when I first started, I was over two hours a day, but for the last seven days, I'm down to just under an hour and a half, which still seems like a lot, but at least it's improving. The most depressing stat the app is going to show you is the percentage of waking hours you're spending on your phone. So like everything else, if you want to be more present, more productive, what gets measured gets managed. So definitely check out the Moment app. Thank you, Brandon, for that one. Next up is Grant Baldwin from grantbaldwin.com in episode 57 of the Side Hustle Show. And I laughed out loud when I heard his tip because I do this all the time. Hey, what's up, Side Hustle Nation? This is Graham Baldwin from thespeakerlab.com. So one productivity tip that I've used for a little while that I asked my wife, I was like, hey, give me something that I do regularly that's just kind of weird. And she said, well, it's weird that when we're driving down the road, you have me send emails to you reminding you of things. That's true. I do that. I am guilty. I'm very much adamant on if you think of something that you need to do or you think of an idea, you need to capture it in one way or another. So oftentimes when we're driving, I'll mention to her, hey, can you send me an email telling me to do da 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 da? And I just ended up adding that to my list later. But that way it is captured. So little productivity thing. A couple tools I can't live without. First of all, Slack I use religiously with our team on a daily basis and absolutely love Slack. The other thing that we use a lot is a tool called Screencastify. There's other versions of this. I think Loom is one of them. Screencastify basically allows you to record a video screen share or even just a video of yourself. We use this regularly whenever we are, if I'm explaining something to one of our team members or doing a screen share, just walking them through something or making some type of walkthrough video explanation video that works really, really well. The other thing that we do with some of our students and our clients is that we will send them videos of us answering their question or saying hey to them. I think we're all used to getting email text replies to things, but being able to send something to someone where they can actually see your face and realize that you are a real person answering their actual question. I think it makes a big difference for them. So anyway, those are a few things that we use. Again, check us out over at thespeakerlab.com. Hey guys, what's up? It's Bethany from the Money Millhouse podcast and wonderlustforless.com blog. A slightly strange and possible eccentric productivity tip for me is having three individual notebooks that encompass my entire life. The first one is my trusty nomadic planner, which helps me map out my schedule as well as my editorial calendar for all my podcasts and blog posts. And it also helps me organize my goals for the week and the month and the year. The second notebook I have is a bullet journal that helps me organize my thoughts, track my habits, and keep up with what's going on in my brain. And then the third notebook is a list of just lists. It's all of my lists that keep my little brain happy. Brainstorming sessions, what I need at the grocery store, ideas that come to me about anything creative, and I compile it in there. And though having one notebook might be pretty good for some people, having three notebooks to separate everything helps me feel a little bit more organized. One of my favorite tools to work with for podcasting is Zencaster. It helps our team meet in one place from around the country to record a podcast, and then it automatically sends the audio straight to our editor without me even thinking about it. Another awesome tool is unroll.me. 
It's my favorite site to help organize my email and to keep track of my subscriptions. I even have the app downloaded on my phone. It's awesome. It's like Tinder for my emails. I can unsubscribe from an email, which is swiping left, or I can swipe up, which means to keep it in my inbox. But if I like that email, I'm going to swipe right and add it to my roll-up, which is one email with all of my subscriptions every single day delivered to my email inbox. It helps organizing and it saves time because I don't have time to delete 500 emails from my inbox every single morning. All right, that's it for me, guys. Talk to you later. All right, how about that for some crowdsourced wisdom? I've definitely got some new tools, apps, and tricks to try, and I hope you do too. Let me know what you think in your new favorite hack or discovery from this episode at sidehustlenation.com slash 276. Some common themes from the show, right? Number one, find a task management or project management system that works for you. Find a way to switch your brain into work mode, hustle mode, engage, and find a way to reduce the decision fatigue, or at least to put a filter on the distractions or choices that come at you every day. My top takeaways from this roundup, number one, embrace your weird, basic people do basic things. That was a quote from Amber Hurdle. When Amber said that, I was like, yes, because we're all a little weird, weird that we just don't want to take life as it comes, but we want to take control of it on our own terms. Embrace it, own it, live it, love it. Thank you, Amber. Embrace your weird. Takeaway number two is to start with what you have when you have it. It's a little bit of a riff on Pat Flynn's comment from the top of the show, but let's say you have just 15 minutes here or 10 minutes there. And I'm totally guilty of saying, well, that's not enough time to get anything meaningful done, especially for a bigger project. But what I found is you can actually put a pretty good dent in your work in that time. Even if you're not going to finish it, you can start it. And just that act of starting builds momentum, kind of builds up that daily progress for later. Takeaway number three is uh, to bookend your days. So my brother turned me on to this guy, Brian Johnson, who runs a site called optimize.me. I think there's a YouTube channel associated with that as well, but it is awesome. I was listening to some of his stuff on a recent car ride and one concept he covered was bookending your days, explaining that we have the most control over the very start and the very end of our days. So be intentional and proactive about using that time to make progress toward your most important goals. In the middle of the day, you know, all sorts of other demands pop up and there are fires to put out first thing in the morning and last thing before bed. Those are usually easier times to take full ownership of. Once again, if you visit sidehustlenation.com slash 276, you'll find the links to all the resources mentioned along with a summary of the advice shared in this episode. I wanted to give a huge thank you to all of our contributors today. Definitely a ton of fun to put this one together. And hopefully you heard a few new tools and ideas that can help out in your business. That's it for me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, let's go out there and make something happen. And I'll catch you in the next edition of the Side Hustle Show. I'll see you then. Hustle on.